time. It's time for that show called First Cup. Oh, I like this one. That's a good question. Okay, cool. We got we got the tablet with the questions. We got the coffee. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday. Woo! September 6th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Mmm, <sighs> coffee. All right, well, here we go. Close it out. A short week for me, between the holiday and taking Tuesday off. Uh, I'm more somewhat taking today off so team has a competition in Freeport Maine tomorrow and I'm leaving here to go stay in Maine again uh, this is what week three or four in a row of being in Maine on the weekend I'll be in Maine next weekend as well and on the way we'll be Stopping through, visit some friends, some martial arts friends, have a meeting in New Hampshire. And, you know, I was just thinking when I got up, maybe, maybe I'll just leave early and I'll kind of mosey. Uh, I went to the gym yesterday, so I, mean, I made it, I made it to the gym, so yay. Uh, so I probably will not go to the gym today, we'll see. We'll see how I feel in a few hours. Um, working on a new routine, so trying to find the right balance of everything. Um, and I might leave the house early and just do all my work from the road because that's honestly where I get more done. I'm trying to turn home into home, I'm trying to allow myself to feel relaxed when I'm here and not have to feel stressed, uh, outside of the podcast and recording. I'm able to do a lot of that. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But there's still work to do. There's still questions to answer. And anything else happened yesterday? Um, gym, meetings, bunch of work. No, I think we're good. So let's look at these questions. Remember, if you want to ask me a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean Monday. How can martial arts school owners cultivate healthy competition in their students? Now, this is likely a reference to yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio, which I forgot to mention uh, that we titled Martial Arts Rivalries. This came in from a listener suggestion. Well, you should go listen to it. But how can Marquardt school owners cultivate healthy competition in their students? Uh, I think the number one thing to do is to keep an eye on the relationships between students. And if things are going well, if they're challenging each other in a positive way, acknowledge that. Point that out. Say, you know, I love the way you guys push each other you two have improved or you, this group has improved because you're constantly trying to one-up each, one each other in a supportive way. 
But if it's the other side, if, if you're observing them and the desire to, to be better than somebody else in the class comes from a negative place, that's when you got to squash that. You got to pull, pull them one aside, maybe both or a group, have a bigger chat and let them know, hey, this is not what martial arts is about. We help each other get better. It's not about being better than someone else. It's being better than yourself. This is probably going to be easier to do in a younger group and an adult group. Where's it going to be the challenge? Probably in the teens, adolescence. Because there's so much instilled genetically to figure out where you sit in the pecking order. So that can be tough. Uh, other ways that you can do that. Group stuff, group projects, uh, not really a project, but have groups work out choreography to a self-defense routine or something like that. Something where they have to work together and the everyone's evaluated together. Um, I think most of it, as I'm thinking this through, I believe most of it is going to come from the way that the instructor encourages and gives praise and criticism to the students. If everyone feels like they are acknowledged and if they are putting in good effort that's noticed, it's probably going to stay positive. But if there are certain people that are the favorites and you're not one of those favorites, that can breed a lot of frustration and a lot of resentment. And frustration and resentment don't always manifest in positive ways. <laughs> I slept amazingly well last night. I feel wide awake. I feel smart. I'm using good word choices. What should we as martial artists do if we find ourselves engaged in unhealthy rivalry? I've been there, so let me reflect. I think you have to figure out the why. So there, there's someone that I'm thinking of from my youth who... In most aspects, I was more skilled. I was a little older, uh, certainly enjoyed and practiced martial arts more. But I felt at times that this other person received more acknowledgement, more praise. And because my entire identity, by the, all the positive things that were supporting my self-esteem were either academic or martial arts related, I needed that. I thought I did. So I would, I paid a lot of attention to what this other person was doing to my own detriment. You know, it's really hard in a group setting to remember sometimes that martial arts is about you individually and how you progress and what work you're putting in. How are you getting better? 
But as adults, we have the ability to remember that. There are people now in martial arts who have attempted to kind of, how do I want to express this? It is clear to me that there are others who have attempted to compare themselves to what I'm doing, to create a rivalry. I just don't care. I don't care. My martial arts journey is my martial arts journey. And I continue to find ways to improve and to understand and make myself better through the tools that I have in martial arts. I do not care if I am the worst one at something. To be honest, if I'm the worst one, that gives me the most opportunity for growth and progress. We talk on Martial Arts Radio about the white belt mentality. We're literally becoming a white belt, starting over again at something else. A lot of people won't allow themselves to do that because of their ego. But the irony is that's there, there's no there's no greater time of growth. You can surge forward, putting on a white belt, standing in the back of the room with your ability to learn and process martial arts related information from prior training, you stand in the back of the room and you just get to absorb everything. You get to see everyone. When you're in the front of the room, you don't get to see anybody but your instructor. When you're in the back of the room, you get to see what everybody's doing right and wrong and cobble together how it should be done. Maybe ask some questions and progress so quickly. It's kind of like when a child is born. They grow proportionally the fastest right after they're born. We reach a point where growth becomes really challenging. And, and um, once we reach adulthood, many of us grow in the wrong direction. So, uh, and then the last question was, well, I want to honor the question by asking, reading correctly. What should we as martial artists do if we find our opponents engaged in unhealthy rivalry? Nothing. Unless it negatively impacts you, nothing. Because there's probably not a lot you can do that's going to be healthy for them. It's about them. If someone is, is attempting to be your rival, If they're trying to hurt you, you say something to them. If they're not going to, they won't step back, you say something to the instructor. I don't care how old you are. I don't care who they are. If someone's trying to hurt me, I don't need that crap. But most of the time, because I've had this happen, that person is lined up or noticing you, and it's clear that when you go harder, they go harder. They're trying to match and even exceed your effort and your output. So what? There are two ways you can handle it. You can ignore it or you can use it positively. If you know someone that, if you know there's someone, let's say you're running. Let's say you're running and you, you're, you, you're coming close to the finish line. You hear someone behind you. 
it doesn't matter what that person's thinking in order to catch up and pass you. But you can control your own thoughts. You can think about things in a positive light and you can make sure that you take their efforts as motivation maybe to run a little bit harder. You can do the same kind of thing in training. Somebody's near you, you know they're watching you, that they wanna do this better than you, they want more acknowledgement from the instructor than, than you get. Maybe you can turn it up a little bit. Maybe you can work a little bit harder knowing that there's someone who wants to figuratively destroy you, right? It can be healthy. It's all, it's all about what's in your head and your heart. Good questions today. If you haven't listened to that episode of Martial Arts Radio, check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, it's also in your podcast app. There are half-formed thoughts that I'm not going to try and work out right now. But, yeah. I feel good. I feel really good. I haven't, I haven't woken up feeling this good in a long time. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Uh, I'm going to go pack, throw some stuff in the car, and start to mosey on out of here. I hope you have a great day. hope you have a great weekend. I'm going to give you homework in a second. Because I think there's some good stuff coming out of today. Enjoy. Do something for yourself. Even if it's small. All right. Uh, don't forget, we do this show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. Here's the ring camera dramatically close. But you can check it out later at firstcupwithjeremy.com or in your podcast app. Thank you, Stacy. Stacy says, enjoy Maine. I will. We're going to be staying on the beach. The beach. Broke my own flow. If you want to ask a question, drop it below or email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. And I'll answer it on the next episode. Now, for your homework. It is natural to compare ourselves to others. But there's a line between it being positive and being unhealthy. Uh, Cecil says, ever do your forums on the beach? I have. I haven't done it in a while. So actually, that's um, it's a great calf workout, being in the sand. I should do that. I should do some forums on the beach. Um, here, I'll take a small tangent. Um, so the team, we're all staying in this one hotel on the beach. And after the competition, most of us are staying over again. And we'll be likely having a barbecue. So I'll probably get some of the kids out there. And, and the adults, because there are adults on the team too. I'll probably get some of the team out on the beach and maybe do some forums or something. And uh, that would make some fun for some fun pictures. Uh, I prefer doing martial arts in the water to doing it on the beach, but it's gonna be cold because it's the ocean and it's September. And if you've never been in the ocean in Maine, it is always cold. Um, so it's gotta be really hot for it to feel good. All right, homework, rivalries, why? 
when you compare yourself, <laughs> lots of comments coming. Uh, thank you, thank you, Nish. Nish says good luck to you and the team this weekend. Enjoy yourself. I well, I plan to. It's funny. I the little numbers I have here say there's one person watching, but clearly there's more than one person watching. So that's great. All right, I'm gonna slide this back. I'm not gonna answer any more questions. I gotta get this out. Um, here, I'm not even gonna look at the screen while I do it. Okay. Rivalries can be healthy, they can be unhealthy. The reason that we do something is critically important, especially martial arts. I've always felt that intent matters a lot. And for many things, intent matters more than the outcome, the result. Martial arts is one of those things. So understanding and acknowledging why you're going to class, why you're getting better, why you're training hopefully on your own, why you don't get along with this person in class, why you don't like this drill. Understanding that why is really important. When it comes to your interpersonal martial arts relationships, there will be people that you really enjoy, people that you don't, people that make you better, and people that try to climb over you instead of supporting you. If you know the analogy of crabs in a bucket, right? If a crab is about ready to get out of the bucket, the other crab's gonna pull it down because it's trying to get out of the bucket. There are people in martial arts that will challenge you and, and push you that you may not like. I can think of some of them right now. There are people in martial arts who will love and support you, but they're not gonna push you in that way. And it's important to have both kinds, all these kinds of relationships. You are unlikely to ever be in a school with supportive, loving, friendly people who all try to help make you better. That's just not the way the world works. So understanding your interpersonal relationships with the other people you train with, try to understand their why and how your why and their why relate. So today, take a minute, think about the people that you train with. Think about what you learn and benefit from with them and what they take from you. Just because you're not getting something positive out of a relationship with someone in your training does not mean they're not getting it from you. Sometimes your job is to help them because there are other people whose job it is to help you. It's not always an equal and fair exchange. But if you take a step back and look at the whole, it balances out. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you back here on Monday. Take care. Peace.